Cage Barbell, I'm Ange Wilkinson and today we're interviewing Cheryl from Shine Beauty Therapy. Cheryl's pretty shy about um, talking online <laughs> so uh, let's let's not like freak her out. I will try and not freak out Cheryl. Um, so Cheryl, welcome to our show. This is episode 10 um, and what is Shine Beauty Therapy and who is Cheryl? Hi Ange, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, so, um, Shine. Shine, um, I have facials and waxing and um, all things around the eyes, perming, tinting, um, perm microneedling, and um, that was a new one that I added in during lockdown. And um, IPL treatments for pigmentation and hair removal, which is great for um, anyone, but also for athletes. I need to actually put myself back. <laughs> I've got some random hair <laughs> that needs to be dealt to. And waxing as well. I do. I, I'm a shocker. That's just a part of the parcel of being an athlete. <laughs> so um, with the IPL um, and also the needling, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because um, that is new. And also um, IPL is like not all of us have had that. So um, can you go and tell us a little bit about what those are? Yeah, sure. The, um, the IPL for hair removal. So um, it's ideal if you've got fair skin, dark hair. Okay, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for anywhere on the body. And you can also use it for pigmentation and irrigation and leaving scars where you haven't had a pigmentation yet. Um, but for the, if you're looking at it for hair removal, then you have a daily one treatment a month for anywhere from six to eight months. And um, I recommend that clients come back after three months and have one treatment. And then you'd have one treatment a year as maintenance. To keep it, keep it away. Yeah. Hormones and sometimes can normally change your hair growth so you can come back. Earlier than ever. Okay, and the needling. The uh, the other thing with the hair removal is that blonde and, and red can um, not stick to good standards for hair removal. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so not good for, for, that, <laughs> for that area. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, the needling is um, really good. Again, another one for pigmentation and rosacea, but it also stimulates collagen. Okay, and what do you do with that? Like, how do you do it? Like. Is it? Um, is it hurt? I'm going to say it tickles. Okay. Um, it is a monthly treatment. You can do, um, well, depending on your age, it can be anywhere from monthly to six to eight weeks. And um, it starts off feeling like a vibration. You're not numbed up for it because you're doing it monthly. And then you can see the blood flowing and get the redness on your skin eventually comes back. Um, yeah, it's a, it, it's about the size of a pen. And there's six needles put on the pen, and it goes off at about 900 times a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it vibrates on your face. So that's the, the point of not numbing up. So with the vibration of the pen going, it kind of throws off your needling beads. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. And what does it do for you? So it draws the pigment to the surface of the skin, and it slowly flakes off. So you... In a few days, you may 
you know, that's slightly that you keep most of your cutting room and then you have Then you have nicer skin. Yeah. So you have like so if you were to go like either like you know, some people have Botox. What's it like and that makes them look pretty. So then what's it say so would this make you look prettier than if you were a Botox injection so, person? Um no Botox is to stop the creases. Okay. Um, this is to change the condition of your skin. So better condition. Yeah. Okay. But um, what you can do with needling is that it, you can go right up underneath the eyes. Oh my so god! It does actually help around the crease, so even under the eyes. So you can get rid of these right now that we're over um, thirty-five, 20, <laughs> twenty-five. That <laughs> that it yeah. could like make. And how long will it last for? Um, so if you do them in a course, one to three, you do four um, monthly and six weekly treatments, and then you've got a consult because um, you do need to prep your skin with product. And omega beforehand, and then it's for about a month. Then you should just have that if you needed to come back in after six to twelve months for a treatment. Okay. But it's really about maintenance of using skincare and sunscreen and keeping up with your needles and things like that. That's actually really interesting. I had zero idea of taking the assistive, which is um, which is interesting. So, um, I Cheryl does my facials. Um, I think every four weeks or so, um, and I'm always a wreck, like I'm unkept, <laughs> so it's more or less like um, keeping an unkept wreck um, semi-white more healthier, so she she would be one of my, um, I would call her health um, people that look after me, um, and so she does that with a vitamin C yeah. facial. I do a vitamin C, sometimes I do an enzyme mask and yeah, so she does those and um, uh, other things she she does is um, guam wrapping. So when would you have a guam wrap? Guam wraps ideally are, are fantastic for athletes or um, yeah, competitors. I focus more on on that line rather than um, not to judge public, but um, the athletes. Yeah, because ideally you'd, it works in conjunction with having a, a cleaner diet. For that That's industry, good. so um, the way that the guam works is that it um, stimulates the skin to tighten up and it draws out fluid. So if you're an athlete that's dropping weight, and it helps. Yeah, it helps tighten the skin and gives you back some elasticity. And it's great on the hamstring. So those who um, don't know Cheryl, Cheryl um, is an expert on um, bodybuilding tanning. And also um, prepping the skin for um, show day, um, and also you know Cheryl's done most of my tans. I don't think I've had too many tans done anywhere else. Um, so she's a, an excellent go-to. Tell us about um, if you're new to bodybuilding and you, you actually don't know where to go. Um, Cheryl would be your preferred easy bet to um, put you in the right direction and help you. Um, in it, and she's online www.shinebeautytherapy.co.nz. Uh, so, if you're new and um, it's your show week, what would you do for your skin, and what would you expect when you're coming for your tan? Hmm. Um, so, depending whether you wanted uh, guam wraps or not, if you came in for guam wraps, if you had a bit of cellulite that you're just wanting to tighten up or loose skin. You can have a gram wrap, um, 
they took the phone to a safety person. Okay. Um, and that would just help tighten up, but you'd also have a photo while the mud rake is on. Oh, it takes that, about an that, hour, that's hour and a half. Lovely. Um, and that just gives you a bit of a tidy up and pop, pumps your skin a bit because there's your platen, as you know. Yeah. Your, your skin's feeling a bit dry and haggard, and that's pancreas. And do you think, like, um, with with hair on legs, um, but um, delicate areas, do you think that the athlete should um, shave uh, or wax? And which what's the time frame of when they would come to you um, clean and and ready? And uh, and if they're going for waxing, when they should when should they see you for the waxing? Um, waxing, I I recommend athletes try it at least a month prior to comp or prior to when they're going to do tanning. So, um, so their comp is beginning of October, I would say at least, and you've not waxed before. Try it beginning of September. So you know how your skin's going to react. So if you're you know, just a normal taking person or you're coming out with chicken spots, which is the normal reaction to, to someone that's not been waxed before. Yeah, not chicken spots, but um, <laughs> it's not everybody reacts like that. And then you see some people that come up and like little white pimples, so it's um, just more of a reaction. So yeah. you can take an antihistamine before you. Because it, it is quite say, the freaky, your first like pull off the hair and it's got so much hair on your chest or back and butt and you're like, oh my god. Personally, I don't know what the waxing test is like. <laughs> <laughs> me either. Just want to note, me know, either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining like these big buff guys coming in, you know, yeah. and they've got these hairy, like they've come from the Himalayas or something. they got hairy arms, chest, back, yeah. ball sacks. Yeah, <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a few guys that have come in and they're, they're massive and looking tough as and covered in tattoos, but you start waxing them and they're, they're near in tears. You're like, this this is next level. Tattoo is nothing. But, yeah. You know, if they've not been waxed before, it is... Quite the shock. Yeah. Quite the shock. So you, you try it a month beforehand so that you know that your skin is going to react right. Okay. So they, um, they try it a month beforehand and then do they need a top up? And then and then you wax. So if you, if you wax the month beforehand, then you're waxing, say, the comp is on the Saturday. Yeah. Then it's the following month. You would wax on that, say the Monday or the Tuesday. Okay. So after the waxing, what kind of um, lotions should they get from you to get start getting their skin as a nice soft surface for when they come to get their tanning? Because obviously, like under the lights um, on the day, any imperfections is gonna show up. So um, if they can like have some lotions after their they're waxing. What, what would what would you recommend that they they would use? Um, most lotions are okay. The only things that seem to react with any tanning is the dust. Okay. Um, but when they come in for their tan, so I send I send out a prep email for okay. athletes once they book in. Um, there's no moisturizer, no deodorant. They don't use any soap in the shower. Like they'll they just prep. Pull it off. Yeah. So yeah. it's just a it's just a water shower. Yeah. So a month out when they do that first waxing, um, so leading into the in, leading in into the that, um, whatever moisturizer they they're used to using, it's just don't use anything with perfume for that sort of twenty four hours after to be waxed because their pores are open and they're going to be quite stingy. sensitive. Yeah. Okay. Um, if they were shaving and it was comp week, they can shave to the, up to the night before they start tanning. Okay, that's really good. 
the other thing is with with canning is um, different different federations um, have different classes, and they would need different shades of tan. So, um, what tans do you use for um, for the classes for model division, and then you'd have um, figure and the bodybuilding classes. Um, yeah, a lot I mean, of people make that mistake. They they're a model, and then they have this really deep dark. Um, bodybuilding tan or or the or it's the bodybuilder and they've got this really weak ass um yeah. model tan. Yeah, um it's a bit hard. I mean some of the athletes um I know for comps coming up where either they're not sure or if they haven't got a coach are going into multiple categories. Okay, that is the tricky. So so in that instance you need to tan them for the darkest or the heaviest category that they're going in. So if they're doing sports model, but they're also doing bodybuilding category, you tan them for the darkest one. That's so interesting. So, like, like as a coach too, like you're prepping a model, but somehow they're also a bodybuilder. It seems quite yeah. the bizarre. They're doing bodybuilding, but they're also doing men's physique. Okay. In the board short category. So you tan them for the bodybuilding, but when they go out in the board short category, they're going to look a little bit darker, darker than, than the other guys. Yeah. So, um, of the brands that you use, what are the brands that you would use um, that you tan them with? Um, so, my main one is Blackmagic. Um, I, I've tried a lot of different tanning products over the years, but that's one of That's your favourite? Yeah, I just go back to. And when should I book in? So, say, so I'm going to be competing on Saturday. When should I book in with Cheryl to start the tanning process? And how many coats do I need? So the coats is all dependent on the category that they're using. So if you're model division, um, how many how many coats do I need? Um, the coats also go um, dependent on your skin colouring and what I would use as your base tan. Everyone's got their own, um, every tanner has got their own process um, okay. on what they like to do. And and, um, and so, and so and therefore, yeah, so, so it's a little bit of like, Sort of similar to like every coach has their own um, sort of programming or you know or nutrition yeah. style. So tanning tanners have the same thing. Of yeah. so it's a little bit of I, I would gather it's a little bit of a competition when you have athletes on stage. So like coach versus coach, um, yeah. nutritionist versus nutritionist, poser versus poser, and then uh, tanner versus tanner. Is it, is it a bit like that too? Um yeah, very much. I mean I'm I, I've um. I very much like to have my athletes, if I can base tan them on a Tuesday. Yeah. I find that it comes out as a richer colour on stage if they're competing on a Saturday. So I base tan them Thursday and then tan them again Friday and then I tan them Saturday morning. And then I can glaze them before I go on stage. Yeah, the glazing swipes are lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always um, look the prettier for glaze. But if I, if I can't do the Thursdays, then if I can, I might tan them. But again, it's dependent on which category they're in and their skin colour and how they do it. But um, you can't do too many, too many coats of um, tan in one session because the skin can only absorb so much tan, and then it just sits on top and glazes. Ah, and the other thing is too, like a lot of the girls um, have trouble once they've been tanned with the with the wee down the leg. How do we cope with wee down the leg? Oh. Yeah, well, actually, it's not just the women, it's the men too, but women are worse. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there's either a shiwi they can buy. I've, heard, I've got a shiwi. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's the shiwi, or um, 
you can buy like a, a paper cap or some people still use the polystyrene caps and oh, stick put a, a hole pencil hole through the middle so it can turn to pot. I think every one of us has splashed the leg at some point and freaked out, oh my god, my That's tan has got splash on the leg. Or you're seated and you've got seat butt prints on your butt. Yeah, I've had athletes that have gone to comps and they've sat down on the toilet seat that's been lab wrapped and, you know, around the seat part and someone's actually peed on the seat and they've come in and they're just missing the whole butt part and part of their thigh. Uh, so should they freak so. out or just go, nah, just go see Auntie Cheryl, she's yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fix as much as you can, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it up and when they go out looking like, you know. Nothing happened. So that's a, um, something to be relieved of. Like, I, I've seen so many people freak out when they've got splashes or marks or, like, the knee hasn't been spray tanned underneath the joint or some random thing that's occurred to the tan. And, uh, and you're freaking out, that's not perfect because your brain is everywhere. Yeah. Um, and to know that you just go see the tanner and, um, and they'll just fix it, yeah. fix it for you. Friday, Friday nights or the early Saturday mornings of comp are the interesting time to go to comps because that's when they get the text messages at those hours. Um, oh my gosh, I just got up to pee and I've dribbled a bit or I've washed my hands and I've picked some time out. Yeah. Another good another good thing is that a lot of people started doing is wearing um, a onesie uh, to protect yeah, the tan. Sure. Yeah, definitely the onesie thing. Yeah, you know, guys aren't wearing onesies during track camps and so too, but definitely wearing clothing to bed. Yeah, and just sleeping in a sack sort of thing. Yeah, is, is ideal. Or having black sheets. I know um, I got a onesie a few years ago, and it was a godsend. I could travel down the country with my tan. Put a shirt over the top, no one would know I'm actually in a, in a onesie, and they have a hood, so you can sleep on top of like hotel um, beds um, or your own bed where your partner or either is not going to complain that you've wrecked the bed sheets with the brown um, tan. So, um, well, you have partners that wake up when, when athletes weren't going to bed with onesies or anything on, and you have partners waking up and they have a brown hand and. The lady that has a handprint knitting a little tan on a boot, on a brush or something. <laughs> it's amazing how guys always go for those so, exact areas. Yeah. <laughs> it's always proven. Someone had spooned. Yeah, oh had, yeah. You know, the whole back part of an athlete knitting and the front part of another one if it was a couple. It's <laughs> a lot more to fix up. That's so <laughs> good now that you're wearing onesies and, and fixing things, yeah. just making that making it a lot easier to to protect that, that tan. So Cheryl um, sponsors and is official tanner for many comps. And how many years have you been um, been tanning for comps? Um, comp tans about 10, 11 years, I think. So Cheryl, as you can tell, is extremely experienced tanner. Um, and she's got her, her special ways of how she tans you to look your to look your ultimate best. But not only that, if you're doing any photo shoots, um, weddings, and nice outings, um, she's she'll she'll get you done to to look um, pretty good, especially around the barbecue season as well. Um, so if you want to see Cheryl, um, like I said, she's on um, she's up here in, in uh, North Shore. What's your address, Cheryl? Seventeen Tristram Ave. Seventeen Tristram Ave, and uh, www.shinebeautytherapy.co.nz. You can book online um, for any of her services, and um, 
you can see her at the shows. And which shows are you going to be on site for this current season, being that this is a pretty kooky Short year? Season. Um, so this season will be um, IMBA and Hamilton this weekend. And um, ICM and Palmerston next October. Uh, Nama will have a premiere next month in October. Oh, okay. And um and then the bodybuilding venue in Broughton Christmas in Christmas America. Which I see there at. Mm-hmm. So that's where you'll see Mel. We did a um interview with Melanie John the other day and um who knows if I can clean myself up enough after the powerlifting season I might do bodybuilding division. We'll see we'll see how that goes. And in which case, um Cheryl has the amazing job to make me look decent. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's the other thing is, like, she is so good at hiding flaws, whether it's your hamstring puckering, um, a little bit of, you know, I, you know, ex- a bit of pizza weight still hanging on midsection or wherever it may be happening. You'll learn to pose with your posing instructor to try and hide those discrete areas and, uh, and also have an impeccable um, tanning to uh, help you with such such dilemmas if they occur <laughs> so um and thank you cheryl for um being a part of the podcast thanks very much for having me and um i'll see you at my next facial awesome see you then. thank you